Hello, I'm author and psychologist Dr. Deborah Campbell, and welcome to the Couch Podcast. And each episode, we cover aspects of self-knowledge and inner strength, and I answer questions about dealing with some of life's trickier challenges. So if you have a question you'd like to ask, you can email it in via the link in the show notes. In this episode, two different lifestyle questions, but with something strong in common. There's this sense of the writers putting pressure on themselves and wanting to do it perfect. And that's not always a great philosophy. Let's have a look. The first question comes from Sue, and it's about motivation or lack of it. She writes, I enjoy being very lazy on weekends to the extent of reading in bed till noon when it would really perhaps be healthier and more motivating to get into the garden or get to the park. Saturdays I attend classes or visit friends so I'm externally motivated to get up and at it. But Sunday is my concern. I think I'm making excuses and at times it's too long doing not much and my Sunday is wasted. It seems like my quiet time might be out of balance and I'm starting to lack motivation. Dr. Dev, am I relaxed and taking healthy quiet time or am I unmotivated and lazy? Sue. Hmm. Well, Sue, if you love reading in bed and it's an important part of your life and your self-care, then I think that is wonderful and totally worthwhile. But, and it is, of course, one of those big buts, It sounds like there's more going on for you than this is just reading and having fun. Perhaps you've got an idea of something else you should be doing, which is bothering you. You mention outdoor stuff, the park, the garden, and you suspect yourself of procrastinating or hiding away from something or from the world or from getting stuff done. Only you can work out, are you making excuses to not prioritise something more important by reading? Are you worried about being overly introverted and not getting out there enough? Or are you just being hard on yourself for taking some downtime? So to work it out, I'd ask myself, well, what are these more useful, important things I really should be doing on a Sunday and why? Are they fact or is their importance kind of a little more on the fiction side? Get really clear on that, Sue. Why are these things a better use of your time? What do they actually give you that reading and the quiet time doesn't give you? And how important are those benefits to your overall life? For example, if you love reading but you're generally feeling quite lonely, then maybe prioritising social time a bit more needs to be uh, higher up your list than tucking yourself away in bed for half a day. It's really important, especially if you're an introvert and you love your own time and and company, to make sure you also connect with others as much as is comfortable for you. Also, check yourself for procrastination because it's a really unhelpful, stress-producing habit. And it's really common. You know, procrastination means you're carrying around the burden of should 
everywhere you go and it really distracts from enjoying each moment fully because there's this nagging weight of I should be this, I should be doing that, I should be here, I should be somewhere else right now constantly in the back of your mind and it creates a real weight of not just the tasks hanging around but this increasing weight of pressure from not doing them and telling yourself you should be and you're going to have to do that stuff anyway so rather than creating more stress wasting more energy and making it heavier and heavier I say it's better to just get on with it square it away we often procrastinate things that we find a little bit confronting or scary thinking we're saving ourselves from them but actually stress and anxiety just have a way of building up more and more and intensifying over time if we leave them unaddressed so that then even our relaxation time isn't very relaxing with that stuff pressing on your mind ask yourself Am I getting behind on other priorities by having my long reading time? Am I putting off work or other interests that will ultimately be more rewarding? And not doing them is going to catch up with me anyway. Am I holding back on something because it's making me nervous? Or am I needlessly guilting myself and putting myself under pressure to be perfect or do other things because I've got an idea that the world thinks that would be a better use of time. You know, reading is a part of what you enjoy on Sundays. So if there are other priorities that you feel need some attention, then just schedule your reading down to a certain part of the day and then stick to that. Because nothing makes us feel happier or more satisfied in ourselves than holding true to what we said we were going to do, making a plan and following it through and not flaking. It creates self-trust and it encourages a sort of gentle building pride in ourselves if we show up for what we decided we were going to do and do it. And I think in the end, success is knowing that you showed up and you did your best at the time. And for me, Doing my best always means putting in a good effort against self-defeating habits, including procrastination or getting afraid. But also balancing that with keeping a check on perfectionism, being demanding of the self and guilting myself because those things are pretty toxic. So thanks, Sue, for your question and I hope that helped. Our next one comes from Caroline, who also writes about problems with her weekends, but in a different way. She writes, Dear Dr. Deb, why do weekends have to be so hard? I wish they were fun. Can you give me some tips? You see, do you, I don't know whether to plan what the weekend will look like the night before, because sometimes the kids are grumpy and they disagree with the planned activities. I think the week, thing with weekends is everybody's wants and needs need to be factored in. And I set high expectations about having family fun time, but then it all turns to poo emoji. The kids are 7 and 10. We don't have regular sports, but I work fortnightly Saturdays 
which is why I perhaps put such a high expectations on the whole weekends that we have. And I try to balance the whole green time with screen time thing as well. And that is tough. I'm guessing it's all about balancing structure and planning with allowing free time. But how do I get my husband on board when I feel like communicating calmly is so difficult? Caroline, we all need a deep breath after that. I think not just because your question needs some thought and, and there's a few questions wrapped up in it, because this sense of real overwhelm in your words, like a, a cry for help to get out from under feeling, really pressured by weekends instead of liking them. And I hear you. I mean, it's tough being a mom and wanting to please all the people all the time and get it right. We know we can't do it perfect for everyone, but somehow we still find ourselves wanting to try and sometimes beating ourselves up if we feel like we got it wrong. And for me, there's a kind of striving perfectionism like this coming out in your words that's just hard on you, and it isn't actually working for us to do that. So let's dump that. Let's dump the beating the self up. Let's drop the unrealistic expectations and drop trying to fit in too much. And start allowing a bit more fun to come through. Because we can't force it. We just have to make a little space for it and try to relax into it. Scheduling is a bit like hard work for weekends. Because it's, it's the same thing we do often during the week for school days and at work ourselves. So we want to be able to go with the flow and yet not feel like time's being wasted or it's really chaotic. How do we find a balance? I think a good way is to think of just loosely breaking the days down into chunks of time to feel like you've got some plan um, and you're not going to be overwhelmed, however, by a tight schedule that people don't want to cooperate with anyway. For example, maybe start with what you personally want to do on your weekend Think about that and maybe plan that over a drink or a quiet chat with your husband on Friday night. Like maybe you want to spend a little chunk of time Saturday afternoon writing or studying or maybe after lunch till afternoon tea time you say, okay, this is going to be the time I do some reading on the couch, whatever. Add in a chunk of time to accommodate what your husband wants to do as well, like maybe on Sunday morning he wants to get a little task done or he wants to have a hit of tennis or whatever it might be. So try to fit in getting some downtime for each of you by uh, working out how you're going to handle the kid wrangling around that first of all. Then... Talk about how you want to spend some family time or each interact with the kids over the weekend. What would you like to do? Something special out of the house or some stuff around the home? You could just schedule in a home movie night with popcorn to look forward to on Saturday night or maybe you've got a social event to go to on Sunday afternoon or some other kid-focused outing together. Just put aside your chunk of time for that as well. 
So you've got your chunks of, uh, of important stuff, something for you, something for him, something for them or all of you together. And now the rest of the weekend, I say just free range across it. Just range around the place, all doing what you want to do and whatever floats your boats individually or collectively. Because you've got to be able to relax now and just stop getting yourself tied in knots over shoulds, just like in Sue's case with her Sunday mornings. You can take a little parent's time out here and there, then slip in another chunk of engaged parenting time with the kids when you've had enough time at your computer or whatever you're doing. But try to go with the flow, you know, in little chunks, an hour, two hours here or there. And if getting green time outside is a bit hard, then because I know kids love their devices, you know, I, I love mine as well, uh, then I suggest, you know, turn everything into a game. Get outside with the kids, they're 7 and 10, so they're perfect for playing games. You can go for a walk in the park or the beach or even just in the backyard and set some challenges, some quizzes, you know, who can find a creature first without picking it up, uh, can you get to here from there without touching the grass or can you jump over this or who can name the most things outside starting with whatever letter, you know the stuff. You know, just just making the outside time more interesting and engaged is going to make it a bit more attractive so that it can compete with the uh, exciting screen time. And remember to keep asking the family for teamwork, you know, and help because it turns things like cooking or hanging up washing or other general household stuff, it turns it into a bit more fun, it makes it quicker if you can get some teamwork happening around it even if it's just with your partner and try to make it fun for kids the way you go about planning for the week ahead you know chat through it um, have a laugh fit it in between things that are perhaps a little more obvious fun for them as well and the best way to have a good time and relax as a mum and take the pressure off yourself you know I think is to take a breath and look into the eyes of the kids and just, you know, be the love that you are because you're enough. Clearly you do enough from your words and from what you write, you try hard enough. You try really hard. So you've got this. We can tell how hard you're working at it and just need maybe to take a step back from the overwhelm take a breath and just break it down into one chunk at a time. I hope that helps. Thank you to Caroline for your letter. Now, if you have a tricky life question, I'd be really happy to have a go at answering it, answering it for you. So just send it in, as I said, using the link in the show notes. I'm Dr. Deborah Campbell. And just be the love that you are.